welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And if you're listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business, particularly, every day that a lot of people never hear about. My team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show as well as our whole mission at Positively West Virginia, so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. And I'm convinced 100% that we can all learn from their experiences and most importantly, their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Karen Ford. She is the owner of Karen Ford uh, master Financial Coach. That's her company in Fairmont, West Virginia. Karen, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, Jim. It's good to be here with you this morning. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to hear from hear your voice too. I've heard about you, and I wanted to get you on the show. From time to time, we have what we call solopreneurs. That's a, a business where it's one person, and sometimes we uh, interview large companies with hundreds of employees. So, Karen, I'm I'm excited to have you on the podcast to share your story as a solopreneur this week. Karen Ford is a master financial coach. She's a public speaker, an entrepreneur, and an author who has coached people with a variety of money issues, from just $500 in debt and how to get out of that to over $800,000 in debt. That's amazing. She also has coached folks with up to 86 credit cards and taught them how to pay down these and pay off those credit cards in record time. Karen's mission is to inspire others to rid themselves of debt and build wealth. actually love that mission. She encourages others to break the shackles of debt and gives valuable insight into building wealth so that they can experience financial freedom. Karen's number one Amazon best-selling book, Money Matters, is a discovery for many. This book is not only motivational, but practical as well. And we'll have links to that uh, in the show notes of this podcast as well. I invited Karen on the show today to talk about her entrepreneurial business, to share her story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into the business she leads in West Virginia. Karen, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your business. Well, briefly, uh, several years ago, I had a friend of mine tell me, hey, Karen, you're really good with numbers, you're really great with money, and I think you ought to get some more training. Hmm. I'm actually a registered nurse, but I haven't practiced as a nurse for several years, and I absolutely fell in love with helping people with their money-related issues. And, And I look at it like this, Jim, as a nurse, I helped people get healthy physically, but as a master financial coach, I help people get healthy 
financially. Mm. And hey, in this day and age, who doesn't need help with their money? Everybody needs help with their money because we need money to live, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, how long, Karen, how long have you been on this mission? How long have you been doing this? I've been doing this for five years. Five years. That is amazing. And, you know, nursing is a very lucrative and rewarding and uh, uh, motivating type of career. And it's very fascinating to me that you're doing this kind of building your business up, helping people with their finances. You've kind of got dual career tracks, if you will. Talk a little bit about the 30 second pitch for your business. In other words, when you're talking to somebody, what is it you tell them that you do in 30 seconds? In 30 seconds, I would say I'm a master financial coach. What does that mean? That means I'm going to help you take control of your money because if you're not in control of your money, then your money is controlling you. Mm. Do you have debt that you want to get rid of? Do you want to demolish it in record time? And, you know, everybody answers yes to this particular question. Do you want to build wealth? Mm. And so there's my 30 second pitch right there. I love it. That's awesome. It's on point. So talk a little bit about your business and how it operates, you know, so do you do like seminars on this public speaking? Like I mentioned, you're a public speaker. Do you do, um, you know, obviously we're in lockdown over the last 11 months or so. Tell us about (laughs) your business model and how it works. How do you get clients? Well, I advertise in a variety of ways. I use social media, obviously. Also, word of mouth is a huge thing because if I can, if I help one person, then that person is going to tell several other people. Podcasts like this wonderful podcast we're on right now today, it's word of mouth. People hear about it and they think, ah, I need help. So I use a variety of ways of advertising. I have brochures that I'll leave in various restaurants and various businesses. But most importantly, it's word of mouth because it's so important that when we do help people and give a win under another person's belt that we've helped, then they in turn can tell other people. I speak at uh, women's conferences, women's events, church events. uh, And right now with the lockdown, I'm doing a lot of Zoom or, uh, you know, Facebook Messenger, that kind of thing Mm. in a group setting. Um, And then also one-on-one Uh, You know, I have coached people with a variety of money issues, whether it's a little bit of debt, a lot of debt. Uh, I've helped people that have a very small income all the way up to a million dollars a month income. Mm. You know, everyone needs assistance with their money. And, you know, people want to win with their money because if they're not winning with money, Uh, They're just living hand to mouth. And I don't know if you're aware of this, Jim, but seven out of 10 people in the USA today are living paycheck to paycheck. Hmm. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that's kind of a scary situation to be in is if you're living paycheck to paycheck. That's 70 percent. That's 70% of Americans live in paycheck to paycheck. Wow. Well, first of all, uh, Karen, I I appreciate the passion in your voice. I mean, you could tell that you're fired up over this and you want to help people. And I I just really uh, admire that about you. I haven't met you, but I admire that about you. Thank you. (laughs) I want to ask you, you know, obviously you're, you're excited about a lot of things. What would you say the thing is that you're most excited for about your company right now? What is that thing that's got you fired up? I tell you what really had me fired up are two different things. I, I coached a person that had eight hundred and sixty thousand dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a variety of uh, 
money-related issues, and I helped them and gave them the tools to pay down that debt and followed up with them actually a couple of months later, and they were working uh, and using the tools that I gave them, and their debt was coming down rapidly. Mm. The other thing that I'm excited about is the couple that had 86 credit cards. They started applying that and several of those credit cards have been paid off Mm. and taken care of. So I get excited when I see someone that's motivated to change their financial picture. Mm. And, And I look at it like this. I am kind of like a GPS. You know, when you take a trip in your car, most importantly, you want to get to your destination in in a quick amount of time. Mm. Maybe you don't want to take 16 hours to get to your destination when it can only take when it only takes you two hours to get there. Well, so many times people think it's going to take them days, weeks, months to get out of debt. And depending on what their financial situation is, that may that may be true. However, the tools that I provide can help you uh, get to that destination more quickly. Absolutely. And so that's what I get excited about. Absolutely. On Positively West Virginia today, we're talking with Karen Ford. She's a financial master financial coach. Karen, how do you become a master financial coach? Do you is this a course that you had to take? What tell us a little bit about uh, your uh, credentials? Well, absolutely. I actually got certified through Dave Ramsey. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, (laughs) but uh, at the age of 25 or 26 years old, if I remember this story quite easily, uh, he was married and had a couple of kids and he found himself in a tremendous amount of debt. Mm. And the issue with him is he had a lot of different uh, commercial properties, rental properties and and the bank that he had these loans with actually changed hands. And the new owners of the bank thought, why did we give this 25 or 26-year-old all of these loans? And they called his notes. I don't know if people are aware of this, mm. but if you have uh, mortgages uh, with banks, you know they can pretty much in the fine print, if you read it, or all that paperwork that you sign, uh, they can pretty much call your note at any time. And that's exactly what they did with him. Well, he didn't have the money to take care of that. So he ended up declaring bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he felt very down and depressed and decided to find out how am I supposed to handle money. So what he did was he actually looked in the Bible, which is a great book to look at too, yes. to find out how to handle money. No doubt. And he started applying those principles. Mm. And today he is a multi-millionaire uh, operating a multi-million dollar company and he's doing it completely debt free. Mm. And I think that's the name of the game right there is mm. if we're applying the principles that we learn, uh, we're going to find ourselves debt free, building wealth and helping a lot of other people because yeah. you know if you only have enough money to take care of you you can't help that single mom down the street you can't help the the local union mission you can't help the local soup opera you can only help yourself but if you start winning with money mm. and start demolishing that debt and putting some money in the kitty back in the bank and investing it then you're going to be able to help a lot of people and i don't know about you but today's world i want to help a lot of people yeah no doubt that's great what a mission you're on and absolutely i'm a huge fan of dave ramsey as well i've led financial peace university myself just just one time but not an expert by any means like you are but but i think 
think it uh, those principles are very strong. And we have, you know, in our, our audience uh, for Positively West Virginia is primarily business owners and entrepreneurs and business leaders. But we also reach a lot of uh, folks that out there that are that are working a job that want to uh, own a business someday. You know, right? And that's what we're trying to do, is, yes. especially with young people and, and trying to really help them uh, understand that, you uh, you know, that there is a way to build wealth. You know, it, it, I, I had a, a conversation with my daughter the other day about the minimum wage, you know, and we were just talking about, you know, I can't make, you know, a living. She's a young, young person, just uh, a new mom. And, you know, she said, I'm luckily I'm not making minimum wage, but how do people make it on minimum wage? I said, well, the minimum wage is just your starting point, right? You have to grow in your company, add value to your, to your company. Someday maybe own a business and build wealth by living on less than you make. Make, right, living on less right. than you make—that is one That's of the keys. Right. So that point, uh, you know, what what would you say, Karen, uh, from a perspective of maybe somebody who is uh, thinking about starting a business, or even somebody who's a business owner right now? How what would you say to them in terms of, you know, the most important thing regarding debt, and what's the what's the one thing that you would say is the most important thing to having that financial freedom that you just spoke of? Well, it's when regarding debt, whether it's personal or your business, and I'm assuming you're talking about business, sure, yeah. you want to make sure that you have the income uh, coming in that's going to take care of that debt. And look at the worst case scenario. Obviously, you know, we started with this pandemic about 11 months ago. So people are starting to, you know, feel, feel that. So you don't want to go into debt to the point where you can't take care of that debt. Uh, and that's where a lot of businesses found themselves in. Maybe mm-hmm. they had a restaurant and, and now, you know, their doors are closed and only having takeout. Well, that is drastically going to make a, a negative effect on your business. So look at your lowest month income in your business and figure out, Okay, if I take this debt on, even if I have several months of that lowest income, mm-hmm. am I still able to take care of this debt and keep my head above water? Mm-hmm. If you can't, then don't do it. Yeah. You have to weigh that yourself. The second thing is the biggest deal in my business is actually seeing people sock some money away, making small adjustments uh, in your financial related arena can be can yield big results. Let me give you an example. I, I coached a young man one time in his in his twenties, and he had a pretty good income, and he was taking care of his bills. Didn't have a whole lot of debt, but I couldn't figure out where is all this money going. Mm. I mean, he had a savings, but I thought, man, you should really be saving more. And I, and I just looked at him. I said, "Do you drink coffee?" And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "Do you make coffee at home, or what do you do?" And he said, "Although." I drive through every day uh, to a particular uh, coffee company and get my uh, my latte every day on my way to work. And of course, he worked five to six days a week. And I asked him, how much does it cost you each day? Hmm. Well, when it was all said and done, he was spending anywhere between $250 and $300 a month mm. on that specialty coffee. And he didn't realize it because how easy is it to go through a drive through hand them your debit card? You don't really realize it right out of exactly. sight, out of mind. No, it's not really coming yeah. out of your wallet because mm-hmm. you're using a debit card. Mm-hmm. Well, he decided he'd make a slight adjustment. 
He still gets his coffee, uh, but it's only once a week now. That was his decision, which was great. And he's able to save a lot more money every month just by making that small tweak in his finances. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so, uh, Karen, you know, with regard to that, you know, I think about as you're as you're speaking, I'm thinking there's some there's some principles there, right? One yes. is you know a budget because uh, I mentioned you know you have to live on less than you make. If you're a company, you have to have a budget, uh, right? That's right? If you want to avoid debt, which you know I, me personally. Um, avoid debt at all. I mean, I don't, I hate debt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> debt free is when you talk about financial peace, there is a peace when there's no payments due, you know? And, right. and I think about that and, you know, I, I often tell uh, business owners that I coach, especially startups, cause I deal with a lot of um, entrepreneurial people in my life. And, and they say, Jim, I'm thinking about doing this. You know, what do you think about this? I'm going to take this loan to get this piece of equipment. I say, grow at the speed of cash. In other words, if you can't pay cash for it, you can't afford it. And now I know that's, that's right. I know that's not true for every business, but and, and I know that there's people out there that are going to argue with what I'm saying. But you know, everything's well and good if you're making those payments. But when a pandemic hits and the and the business is shut down for two months, then what? You know. And that's I want right. to so I want to ask you. You know, you talk about st- putting cash away, and you know, I I live on the principle, you know, to, of having three to six months. Uh, expenses in the bank at all time. Uh, that's hard to do as you grow and scale a company. If you're if you're generating, if your expenses are a million dollars a month, and there are businesses that are in that mode, right? Big companies. That's right. That you know, it's hard to have you know three to six million dollars in cash laying there all the time. But you know, and obviously that's a moving target because the more you grow, the more uh, expenses you have, the the more you have to have in reserves. And I get that. But what's you know, how do you how do you uh, view having those cash reserves? What's a good number, especially for a small business? What would you say would would be a a good number? You can for cut folks? out there for a second. Uh, what, what was the number you're asking me for? What, I'm what sorry. The, what would be a good number that folks should be you know should have in cash reserves as a small business? Maybe they're uh, you know a startup in that one first maybe one or two years. Well, you need to look and see what, what, you know, if you're going to just start out in business, depending on what your business mm-hmm. is and what it's going to become, mm-hmm. you know, you have to determine how much money to have cash on hand because you're going to be spending money, you know, starting a business, you know, and are you going to have a business where you have uh, things stockpiled, where you're going to sell it out of business? So to come up with an actual mm-hmm. number, mm-hmm. Uh, depending on what your business is, you you know, I can't really give you that number because every business is a little bit different. You have to look at your own comfort level. Are you going to be spending some of that money on employees? Are you going to be buying things? You know, to start up a business, my business myself, I had to start off with at least 5000 yeah. You know, just because advertising purposes, sure. and, you know, you got to spend and get the word out there, that kind of thing. Uh I can't give you an exact number because it depends on what kind of business you're starting up or what you're in. Now, if you are presently in a business, it's nice to have 30 percent as cash reserve because you you got to have money to pay the employees. If you have employees, you got to have some money on hand Mm. in case something like this that we're going through right now Mm. occurs, such as the pandemic. Good stuff. So that that would be my rule of thumb. Excellent, Karen. What's the geographic market that you serve? In other words, where do your customers, where are they coming from? Right. Where are my customers coming from? Yes. 
Oh, my customers come from the internet, from word of mouth, uh, from various uh, churches, uh, various so, communities. In other words, geographically, are they here in West Virginia or where, where are your folks coming well, from? Well, most of them are in West Virginia, but yeah. I've actually uh, coached people, uh, you know, worldwide. Wow, <laughs> I've coached great. people in New York, California, Texas, Ohio, um, uh, Turks and Caicos. They oh, got wow. a hold of me. And I so anyway, and that was uh, a, a long FaceTime call. Uh, but yeah, all over. But the majority are in the States and then out of the United States, the majority are in West Virginia. Very cool. What would you say is the best business moment you've had in the last five years since you started your company? Oh, uh, what was that best, you know, that moment you said, wow, I'm so glad I'm doing this. The best business moment I had was with that couple that had 86 credit cards. Mm. Uh, and I'll tell you why. How in the because, world do you get 86 credit oh, cards? <laughs> <My goodness. laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. You know, the credit card companies, first and foremost, people hear that and they think, well, those credit card companies should have never given it to them. Mm. Or those people should have never taken out those credit cards. Listen, it's a credit card trap. Yeah. I mean, you, it's easy to get into. You go into a department store and they say, would you like to save 10% off of all of your purchases here. Mm -hmm. And so many people say, well, yeah, I'd like to save 10%. Yeah. They take the credit card out wow. and they end up thinking they're going to, you know, cancel it when it comes in the mail and they don't. So it, it is a trap. Uh, and I'm not going to blame the couple and I'm not, I'm not really going to blame the credit card companies. It, it was a mutual blame there, sure. but they started off between the two of them during the coaching session. I go through a series of questions and mm -hmm. then we list all their debts including credit cards. And then one of the last questions I ask is, is there anything else? And the wife's, her face turned beet red and said, well, I have some credit cards he doesn't know about. And so I listed those. And then I said, okay, is there anything else? And his face turned beet red and he said, uh, I got some credit cards he doesn't know about. Wow. So, you know, when it was all said and done, they had 86 credit cards and every one of those credit cards had a balance on them. It was unfortunate. Mm. But the winning moment was at that very moment, literally all cards were on the table. They both hid things from each other and mm. now it was no longer hidden. Wow. And, and here's a rule of thumb. If you ha have to hide something, chances are what you're doing is you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> so, yeah, no doubt. Well, I, the, the, the big question, first of all, thank you for sharing that that moment. I got to ask, though, did you guys perform plastic surgery, according to Dave Ramsey, and cut up those credit cards? Yes, plastic <laughs> surgery occurred, and that is so important. That's the biggest plastic surgery oh, ever. That's you awesome. You know, and I just teach them, you know, anytime you have credit cards and, and you've, you know, it's surely easier to into debt than it is to get out of debt. Sure. Now, who doesn't want to be out of debt overnight? But chances are that's not going to happen unless you win the lottery, right? Mm. And that's that's a that's a crapshoot. Let's let's just say it. You know, it's one out of seven million people that win that. So chances are you're probably not going to win the lotto. Right. So, but I do want to offer hope here. It doesn't matter what kind of financial situation you find yourself in. You may think there is no hope of me ever getting out of debt or I, this is just horrible. There's always hope. There is always hope mm. because if you got into debt, you can get out of debt. Yes. Now you may have gotten out of, into debt overnight, 
and you're probably not going to get out of debt overnight, but you can get mm. out of debt. You Absolutely. can. And, and, you know, I think what you're saying, first of all, it's inspirational to hear those words, number one. And I hope that we uh, we reach somebody who may be experiencing that right now, especially in business. Uh, there's been a tough year uh, over the last uh, 12 months oh, or so. Yes. And uh, so if somebody just hears that and understand, but it really comes down to having a plan. You know, you just can't hope this away. You have to have a plan. You got to be willing to commit That's to right. it. You know, you know, I, I think about... Um, some of my friends who've gone through the process and myself included, and Dave talks about eating beans and rice, rice and beans. You know, you have to live on less than you make. And, and obviously in business, that's a, that's an important thing too. Um, you know, I, I, I've known and uh, known some personal folks uh, in business that uh, friends of mine, you know, when you ask them, you know, how's your business doing? They said, yeah, pretty good. You know, I got some money in the bank and I'm like, yeah, but what's your PNL like, look like? And they're like, what, what's that? You know, they don't, they don't right. understand that this is a, you know, a business is, is, is just like a household, just on different, you know, it's, it's, it operates the same way. You have to, you know, um, live on less than you make. I mean, that's, that's a really important that's thing. Right. And being able to have that rainy day fund and those cash reserves is extremely important. Uh, I want to ask you, you know, uh, Karen, you know, on the flip side, I asked you about your best business moments. What's, what's the worst business moment you've had, in a, you know, since you started your company? Tell us about that story. The very worst moment I had was I was coaching a, a different couple, not the one that had 86 credit yeah. cards. Yeah. And he was so motivated to get out of debt. Mm. And But the see, when you're married, you both have to be on the same mm. page. You Absolutely. both have to be in agreement yep. or it's just not going to happen. And she, she just didn't budge. She didn't want to make any adjustments in her spending. She didn't want to make any adjustments in the budget. She didn't. Mm. She did not want to change her ways. And so he found himself to be a rock, between a rock and a hard place. And I consider myself pretty motivating. And there wasn't anything that I could say or did say that that caused her to have an aha movement mm. or to have that light go off in her brain. She just wasn't going to budge. Mm. So, you know, I don't know what happened with that couple because I hadn't talked mm. with them, mm. you know, since and he hasn't reached out. So I don't know if they're still together or not, to be honest with you. Mm. But that was disheartening to me because, you know, not always is a coach going to be able to change your mate's mind. Mm. Uh, it's just not going to happen it, whether she, you know, wants to get out of the debt and he doesn't, or he doesn't want to make the necessary adjustments to do so. Uh, that was really unfortunate. So I didn't want to shift all the blame on me. I didn't want to shift all the blame on him, but mm. that was really disheartening to me, uh, that I, I could not get I could not get her motivated. Yeah, that's, couldn't change her. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's that, that's interesting, and and I, I'm not an expert in, in as you are, uh, but I would say that's probably not a money problem. That's probably a marriage problem, and you know, and yeah, I, I and I think about uh, you know, I think about finances just in your. Describing that uh, scenario with that that couple, a married couple, and when you have a partnership in business, it's often talked about as being just like a marriage, and and I think that's very important too. Uh, when you're in partnership with somebody, I've had business partners, I have a business partner now, and if, you got to be on the same page uh, about the financial uh, well-being of the business uh, as well as well, especially when it comes to debt and taking on debt and those kinds kinds of things. So I think that's uh, that's great information. Uh, for personal as well as business. I want to take a second just to mention the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia. They are Insurance 
Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today is a small business owner. Her name is Karen Ford. She is a master financial coach based in Fairmont, West Virginia, in Marion County. Karen, I want to get right back to it. What is the vision that you have for your business long term? I know you know you and I talked a little bit. Um, this is kind of a, a, a part-time side gig for you, but what's the vision you have long term? Long term, I'd like to say that I'd like to grow my business larger, have more speaking engagements, seminars, and even one-on-one. Uh, I, I'd really like that kneecap to kneecap uh, mm. with couples or or individuals uh, in the money-related arena. I know eventually this is going to grow bigger and broader and better. Mm. Uh, but in the interim, I still enjoy the one-on-one uh, and then the seminars I hold. Uh, I have written four books. I know that there's probably going to be more books that come out of me, but I've taken a slight break uh, from writing. It's not something necessarily that I enjoy doing, but my books can go where I can't. Mm. Uh, you know, I can, I'm only one person, uh, and I can't be in five places or 10 places at one time. However, my books can go there. So that's, that's another way that word of mouth gets out there as well. Jim. Yeah, that's awesome. How, what's the biggest challenge you face in, in doing that and uh, growing your business? What, what do you think is the biggest hurdle that you have to overcome? Well, right now in the middle of a pandemic, I'd say that's a pretty big hurdle. Uh, so we have to think outside the box. If you if you have a business uh, where you rely on that face-to-face, kneecap-to-kneecap type uh, scenario, we have to think outside the box. Do, you know, are you able to do it with social distancing applied? Mm. Um, you know, some people are still not comfortable uh, attending a seminar, even if they're social distancing. Sure. Uh, some people are, some people aren't. So I'd say that's a big hurdle there. You know, and social media is a great tool, uh, but not always, uh, you know, the different uh, venues such as Zoom or Facebook Messenger, etc. Do they always work uh, quite up to par depending on your internet service, etc. Sure. Uh, so I'd say that's the big hurdle for us right now. Yeah, absolutely. Karen, you know, if if there's somebody listening to this and they're thinking, wow, Karen sounds uh, inspirational. I love her story. I love the fact that she's taking something that she was passionate about and helping people and is making this into her side hustle and potentially her full-time job, her full-time gig. What's one piece of advice you would give to that young person listening to this today and say, you know, what, you know, what would you say to them? To somebody that wants to that, that wants to, I'm sorry, you cut out again on yeah, me. Start, I'm sorry. Somebody who wants to start their, their own business just like you did. What was, what one piece of advice you would give to them? Well, your passion is what's really going to motivate you. How motivated are you? Secondly, make sure you have money in the bank to start up that business. Make your business plan. You know, how large are you going to be when you first start this business, have money ready because you're going to have to get a name. You're going to have to have a license. You're going to have, do you need a building to operate your business? Look at all of the things that you need to do and and go with it. Go for it. If you want to start a business and make sure you have money in the bank and are well prepared, Mm. go for it. Make your dream happen. 
That's awesome. I love it. You know, I think about, uh, you know, a lot of times people are talking about, and I, and I get every business is different, right? And, and there's a lot of discussion out there. Well, I can't start my business because I don't have access to capital. I can't grow my business because I don't have access to capital. Well, the biggest belt, uh, wealth building tool that you have at your disposal is the ability to go out and do work, right? So, That's right. I, I mean, I think about that a lot and, and you know, um, you know, I, I, I understand that people sometimes have a victim mentality, uh, but I, I, I like to surround myself with people who are, that are actually heroes, somebody that's actually squashing the victim, because we, we all have that tendency to say, hey, oh, I'm a victim, poor me, right? But you've got to snap out of that and say, what is the opportunity? If I roll up my sleeves and I'm able to work, I'm, granted, there's people out there that can't work, and we have to take care of those folks for sure, but you know, if you're able to, and you've got a talent, find a way, get out there and do it. You know, we used to talk about the American dream. I, I believe the American dream is alive and well. You can just go out there and do it, make something happen, but do it smart. Don't take out a bunch of debt. You don't have to have investors. Don't give away equity if you don't need to. Just go out there, save, work like nobody else so that you can earn like nobody else, so you can live and give like nobody else. That's right. Absolutely. Karen, what's one book or even a podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs or business people? I would say a John Maxwell book called Develop the Leader Within You. Mm. Uh, yeah, de Develop the Leader Within You, because if you're going to have a business uh, and you want to grow, you have to be able to lead yourself uh, before you can lead others. Uh, and sometimes that is a process, <laughs> but mm. absolutely, I would say develop the leader within you. Yeah. And you know, there's a, there's a myth that leaders are born, right? Everybody's, you know, the people that are leaders are born leaders, but you could actually cultivate your leadership skills and hone them. And there, that's a great book. I love John Maxwell. I used to, I've actually shot some video and worked with him and got to meet with him. One of my clients used to be on the John Maxwell team, a guy by the name of Ed DaCosta here from West Virginia and got to, you know, got to spend some time, quality time with John Maxwell and uh, doing the certifications and everything. And, and, and that is a great book. And we'll make sure that it's on our resources page of PositivelyWV.com. Uh, uh, we have all of our books listed and folks can just click it and buy it right on Amazon if they would like to do that. So Karen, thanks for sharing. That's a great book. Um, and we also have on there, by the way, you'll be glad to know, Total Money Makeover by da Dave Ramsey. So Wonderful. <laughs> he, he was one of the first That's books that we, that we listed on there. So I thought that was, uh, that was pretty, That's awesome. pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> So that's a good stuff. I actually, um, we, sh we bought that book years ago for all of our team members when we were rolling out a simple IRA plan. I said, well, before we do that and have a, an investment tool, we probably ought to teach them how to, how to, you know, what this is all about. And I think a lot of our folks, I uh, really appreciated that. Um, Karen, we've covered a lot in this interview interview. Is there anything else you'd think our listeners should know about your story or, or your company or, or you personally is Karen Ford, master financial coach. I want to say it doesn't matter how much uh, debt you have, uh, there is always hope for your situation. Mm. And budget is not a four-letter word. Mm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, it, it, as I've heard it described, and th this is the way I believe, too, a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. That's exactly right. 
So that's that's awesome stuff. Karen, it's been a real honor to have you on our podcast today. I think what you're doing is really great. Uh, the passion, enthusiasm uh, for financial well-being is is evident in your the way that you approach uh, life and your business. And I think what you're doing is really great. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the amazing work here in West Virginia. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Karen Ford. Uh, who is a master financial coach located in Fairmont, West Virginia, helping people all over the world with her financial services. Our hope is that we, in some way, equipped you and inspired you with this business story, even if it was just a, a little takeaway. That, that's, uh, we've accomplished our job here. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, uh, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. We appreciate your comments, reviews, encouragement on social media. And we, of course, encourage you to share these stories on your channels uh, on social media as well. We really appreciate that as well and help us get the word out there. And be sure to check out our weekly show. It's called the Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, where we bring a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help small business leaders win. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at Positively wv.com on behalf of our entire positively west virginia team until next time i'm your host jim matuga stay positive west virginia but test negative